Welcome to Ultras 11 Podcast. I'm Alex Amato. And I'm Joe Genova, bringing you the 12th man's perspective on everything football. Ladies and gentlemen, it's match day. Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm Alex. See, I didn't say my last name. At the <laughs> you're getting, you're getting better here. at this. You're getting better at this now. I am. I like to think <laughs> that I'm an experienced vet. So we, we do kids' birthdays too, if you want. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, let's just jump right into it. Uh, TFC. T- I want to say... Means, means all there really is to talk about yeah, right now. Yeah, I say MLS, you know, Bale speaking full-on Spanish now. <laughs> just so pure shithousery. <laughs> <laughs> he always knew. He I just didn't want to be a part of that team. Like, that's I, all I, it is. I absolutely love it. Like, the, the way he... Dude, he refused to speak a lick of Spanish in any interview. Guy comes here, first interview, full Spanish. Yeah, see, he always knew. He, he's, a, he's a smart guy. He is. He, he just... He, he saw, dude. I mean, the fans weren't helping. They're were like, I mean, okay, yeah, he was acting like a dickhead. That whole golf Wales and and yeah, and then and then Madrid I mean, and in that order, like that whole thing. He's a shithouser. Don't he, give he him an excuse to, to be he a shithouser. Didn't care to play, but I mean, the fans didn't really help that whole thing. No, kind of definitely just not. Completely shut. Fans can make and, or break a, oh, like yeah. a player's career with a team. You know, oh, like yeah. it, when you look at the stats and everything like that. Again, stats don't like saying that makes the whole picture, yeah. but Bale was a monster for Real Madrid. He was very, very good. He was. He's just, what, because his last year he'd rather play golf? You know, like, I, I get it. You shouldn't want to, like, say that or whatever, but Especially you're, you're going to take playing, away everything playing, he accomplished? Like, that <laughs> like, top, top, oh, yeah. top flight football, yeah. you know. You but Real Madrid was going kind of through stuff. a weird phase once Ronaldo left, too. You yeah. Know? So, like, I feel like the whole team was a little bit of a shithouse. So. Yeah, it was kind of just really this year that they kind of exactly. just came out of nowhere. Exactly. Like, Madrid, yeah. like, actually still, Ancelotti, still got the it. Ancelotti, greatest coach in the Ancelotti, world. Ancelotti, yeah. He doesn't know um, what it takes to win. But... Yeah, so TFC Insini came. We already knew that Crescito came. Yeah, his uh, his his debut, right? Yeah. July twenty third. Didn't we actually say that we, he's not even gonna feature? Yeah, yeah, he's. Everyone's like, did you buy t- did you buy tickets? I was like, hold on, he's man. not playing. Let's get a little bit closer. I'm like, let's I, see if he actually. I will sincerely play on that like. Thing. I want to put money on this with somebody. I genuinely don't think he will play all season unless uh, TFC makes the playoffs. Only then do I see him saying like, okay, yeah, you know what, I'm I'm good. And everyone's saying, oh, it's just a little knock. He's good. The 23rd, that's his debut. No, it isn't. No, it's maybe only, it's he'll come to August. Yeah, like maybe he'll come out as a sub. Maybe, maybe, but I sincerely doubt it. Yeah, no, I don't, I, like, I I think it'll still get pushed. Like what I think, because when does the season end? End of August? Yeah, something like that. So, I think it's just gonna all depend on when he, because like now he got injured, right? Yeah. So when he comes back from that and he's like fully recovered, I think he's, they're kind of just going to look at it and see where TFC's at at that point. If they can get into the playoffs and make a good run for it. Yeah, so then, might, I see, then, yeah. then I see them playing. But if they kind of accept and say, okay, you know what, let's start fresh <laughs> next season, rest mm-hmm. now, and, and we'll start up again next year, yeah. I can also see him going that route. No, and, and that's the thing with, with Insigne. Like everyone says he's making such a large amount of money. He can't do that ball, but no, he could. He could realistically, yeah. like it's it's happened many times when team players Beckham. were on bigger teams. Beckham, actually. the first the first time when he went when he went to L.A. that that crazy contract oh, yeah, he got. Yeah, he played six months, and then the rest of the time he was either injured, loaned out to Milan, or loaned out to PSG. That's what I mean. Like he, 
do I see in Cena going on the same path? No, but I was going to say I do see. I think he's going to stay at TFC. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say TFC is his home now. It could be a lot worse. Like TFC, the right now, like don't you shouldn't nobody, no fan should expect him to like be right in there right now. Like it's 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 in the middle of the season to come in now. It's a whole new team, whole different league. You know, you got to get well, some people to are going to say Krishito, though. He started the past weekend. He played well, this and that. Yeah, but it's it's two different players. Yeah. You know, you have Insigne who, okay, I'm not going to say he accomplished everything, but no, he does but have international be, pedigree. He's also compared be to Krishito. One of the, like, the main leaders on that team. Krishito, yeah, exactly. Uh, Insigne. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be that goal scorer. He's going to be like how Jovinko was for TFC. And did, to come in think, now at this point, still, yeah, no, I think you think he, he has that I, same I impact, like goals wise, like he's gonna score, yeah, once, as much once, as Jovinko did. Once he gets settled in, man, I, I think he he still got it, man. It's especially in in the MLS. Like I, I get it, it's it's a mm. lot harder than people make it out to be or people think. But I just I just feel like he him being the size he is, the type of player he is. Yeah, I feel like he's just gonna he's gonna have a field day. Yeah, I I mean, and I, and, I, and over like the next couple of years, like the more he the longer he plays with TFC. Every season you're going to see him. It's going to be a better season and a better season. Yeah, and you're going to see him start breaking some of Jovinko's records. Well, there's that, and I feel like TFC is building a better team that like around Insigne Joe, than Jovinko. They were had. losing, and then they're like, you know what? We need to start doing some things. We need to start winning. Yeah. What do we look at? Euro Cup winners. They, I mean, Krishio wasn't there, but I mean, now they're looking at well, Bernadeschi. I was going to say, what their whole <laughs> their whole scouting system. He literally admitted, I went on transfermarket.com. I saw which Italian players were out of contract, and I offered them a contract. Yeah, Chiellini was linked at one point. Bellotti was linked at one point. Now it's uh, Insigne was linked with their Crescito, and now Benardeschi is the Benardeschi. next one. And they had to free up a designated player spot. And they and and that Pozzolo transfer. Like I know there yeah. was talks like it was going to happen. Like now it officially happened. Like he's there, so now we have that spot available. Yeah. And, and they I, can offer I always thought that that Crescito was deemed a designated player, that's, but you told me earlier today that he's thought, not. That's what I thought too. And then I looked a little bit more into, it and apparently, so he's not because the money he's making, yeah, the, that the money that the TFC is giving him, they don't have to give him like that big money contract yeah. they would give to, to their See, DP. See, for me, I used to always think the DP spot wasn't like it was not even so much the money; it was more so like their stature as a player, which I know sounds kind of like arrogant, I guess, for oh, that player. Like a like, bigger, like a bigger yeah, name yeah, like player. oh, you're no, coming no. from a top five European league. Yeah, you know what? You're a DP. I mean, I, I see where you got that because most of the time that DP spot, like the, that money, they're offering it to a guy that's coming from Europe yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's a big yeah, name, exactly. So I get that, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, that's what those spots are for, and that's why there's only they have two of them, right? Two or three. Two or three. I want to say it's can, three because yeah, Altador, no, yeah, Bradley, three. and yeah, Jovinko yeah, yeah. No, yeah, at one point right. they were all DPs. Yes. So it, it, three? it is three. Yeah. And now they can they can use that and and to bring in Bernadeschi. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna build a, a, a good team. Well, I mean Saint Clair is gonna love it. Saint, oh, Saint Clair and College buddy. are gonna love it because they're they have <laughs> they're Italians. making every every Italian even though yeah. it's like it's, I mean it's Bernadeschi over here. I think I still say it. Joe, I still get up. roasted. I still get roasted. I think Berna has TFC, more to offer. Yeah, but TFC is going to offer him. I don't know what that what <clears> contract <throat> or what if if they even offered him anything yet. But he's going to be making more money than he oh, would on yeah. any other yeah. team that would offer him a contract. Well, that that's that's the thing too, right? Like, do I value him at such a high wage? No. Was he getting a pretty decent amount at you? Four and a half at Juve. I mean, as as a Roma fan, that's huge. Yeah, I think yeah. our highest <laughs> player besides Tammy came. Because Tammy's coming from the Prem, though. But like now they're trying to renew for two. Yeah. With, that's, with, that's, with him. That's what that's they offered. Right. To me, though, that's how much Berna's worth. Yeah. At the most, like one and a half, two mil. 
but you're never gonna see any top team taking a guy on like that and he also in general probably doesn't want a pay cut yeah and so like i think without last year's euro he probably would have taken that but i think that that kind of got him and he thinks that he could have gotten more I mean, well, it was TFC. also like the the antis- like the hype around Berna that oh he was used as a sub but he has ice and he scored a penalty shot yeah. barely featured but he came on and did what he had to do yeah okay a hundred percent there's that's, that's literally what he is but that's that's his that's, that's his role you that's know what I mean role, yeah and that's what he's best at yeah exactly you know with like, Fiorentina was different it's again it's a smaller team players look you know different and have different abilities mm-hmm. from when they go to a bigger team you know yeah. sometimes their role completely changes like him and if he accepted that into that you know like go into a game shut down a game do whatever the coach has to you know has to ask him to do because he's so versatile and couldn't play in the middle on the wing up top he could play anywhere so having him like that and you pay him you know like 1.52 mil mm-hmm. 100% yeah, that's worth no, it. I, would, exactly. I would have taken him back 100 percent yeah but you're not going to accept that buddy okay go fly a kite like exactly it's it's go, like it's like an a, el shadow team or i don't know who's going to offer you that money and no. i mean tfc is probably gonna offer him more money but i mean monza might Monza's yeah. crazy, Monza's right? Monza's trying to sign everybody, <laughs> dude. Monza's working in silence. They're doing their thing. They're oh getting all God. these guys for free. They're building uh, Sedia reject mixed with present, mixed with youngsters of Sedia. Like, it's just a big conundrum. Yeah, pretty much, I mean, majority of their team is pretty much, like, old Sedia or, like, rejects of Sedia. Well, they're still... Apparently, they're still linked with, like, a... a Fair amount of youngsters yeah, ling- from like, the, like the, the Icardi too. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> and Dybala. Berlusconi doesn't want players with tattoos Dybala, unless if, they're the star. If Dybala goes there. No, nah, Dybala. I, I'm sorry. I know a lot of Juve fans have this utmost respect for him. Still, he cried. He did this. It, it's self inflicted. No, I said it I, I, I'm he sorry. Did, he, did it's, it, he could have said yes. Yeah. Many many times. And then he turns around and then makes it a deal that, oh, Juve just doesn't want to give me what I'm asking for. Look what I've done for them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, that's fantastic. What you did is great. You've been injured, though, for almost two years straight. No. You're on and off with your injuries. Like You're, you're kind of a liability. No. To get paid anything above six mil, that, that's amazing. No. So take whatever with, you could have with, taken with from Juve. With Dybala, I'll love him for his time there for what he did. Yeah, you'll always appreciate but, it. I'm not. I'm like. I'll, I'll. I don't hate the guy wherever. Like wherever he goes, if he even goes to Inter, I'm not gonna hate him. But no matter where he goes, I'm. I'm not gonna watch, like watch his games. I'm not gonna care for him anymore just because the way he acted in that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you see Pogba, who's on another team, on Man U making 14 mil, and then and then accepts an offer for eight mil to come back. Yeah. Like that's the guy I want to have, not Dybala. I don't give yeah. a fuck about him. And, and you know what? Even with Pogba, I know there's a lot. I've saw. I saw a lot of stuff in on Twitter saying. Like he's a bum still because something about PSG offering him a very good contract yeah, more too. Money, yeah. But everyone's just saying he's taking an easy way out. But like all this stuff, whatever. Chirping Pogba, but like to me, okay, yes, the, is is Sedia a step down from the Prem? hundred percent. You know, you under like never mind the, the, the stepping stone or whatever. Those are just the salty Man U fans for losing him again for free. Yeah. Oh, because at the end of the day, if let's say he was leaving Juve for free now. And PSG offered him mm. 16 mil a season, and man, you can only offer him 12 mil a season. And he went there because he wanted to go back. They'd be like, "Look, see, that's a true player. Plays with heart. Oh yeah. Only you yeah. know he chose this with his heart. We love him. All this stuff. But now because he's leaving them again for free, yeah, they're all salty about. It. Oh yeah, no, he's going the easy way. That's now. the one thing that bothers me with the, like the whole narrative of these PSG's players. Easier. Yeah, you're taking this because it's easy. No, you know, 
he's taking a big wage cut. Yeah, okay. I'm a firm believer he already made boatloads of money. Yeah. So dropping down from 60 mil to 8 mil is literally nothing because you're still making a yeah. pretty penny. But it's it just goes to show that sometimes your heart wins. Like you know what I mean? Like I know I might get crucified in the chat for not the chat. I feel like we're on Twitch live stream. We're not. We're not on live stream here. Um the chat as in like the guys that we have, whatever, and we talk about this stuff, how they always get attacked about thinking with my heart yeah, over yeah. the money. But Pogba essentially did do it. He's still getting paid handsomely. Yes. But he rejected PSG mm-hmm. and he didn't want to stay with Man U. And both offers well, were like he didn't first... want to stay with Man U. Man U didn't offer him a contract. But, yeah, I mean he would have stayed with Man U. He still loves Man U. He said it like now. But that's what still I mean. Like I'm them, just saying, but... like I'm just saying, like he would have he went with his heart no, and yeah, with 100%. what he, he wanted to do PSG when he could exactly. someone else offered him, but yeah. he didn't want to. And that but that's that's why going back to Bernadeschi and Dibala. Oh, yeah, sorry. Always get sidetracked. Bernadeschi, I'll still respect him. I'll fucking buy season tickets if he comes there. I I'll, I get my Juve jersey signed from him. I fucking love the guy. I mean, because I would, you know, I don't what, know he, if I was, that he was just huh? I don't know if I would be a season ticket holder just because of that. I mean, if Richie, they're, they're gonna, if Richie they're, comes they're back, a, they're gonna be yeah. a pretty good team. And if I can get tickets cheap enough, yeah, maybe we'll go splits. Oh, yeah. who knows? Yeah, for the date. <laughs> you know, I, I know having having him there, like I, I would still love, like, I'll still watch him because I, I know he's gonna do even better. He's gonna have, he's gonna be playing with that confidence again, and I'll actually support him. But Dybala. That guy's dead to me. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care to watch him. I don't care. No, to, uh, I, I, I agree. About him. It's especially the way he himself handled the whole transfer saga. It's, it's. I, I get it. Players can't say anything. Players can't be vocal about what they actually want. They let their agents do the talking, mm-hmm. or they, you know, they hide behind it because publicity, this and that, whatever. But I, I think like I'm gonna speak for myself here. Like for if I was in that position, if DiBala literally came out explain the situation rather than a bunch of different stories speculating you know you know like one says his agent was just unable to sign it yeah one says he wanted more one said juve took this away from him you know what i mean like there's all these different reports and as much as we like to think one thing is true nobody knows except dibala and juve yeah so it would just be nice if the player came out and said hey this is what happened this is what went wrong this is why I didn't say yes to that contract. Do I regret it? Yes or no? You know? Yeah. Something like that. Just but give then, you that clarity and like, okay, you know what? I respect you. They don't, you. they don't want the hate or anything, so they just stay quiet. They yeah, don't say but like that makes it even worse. It's it's like Zaniolo right now. Yeah. What's making... I don't want to turn my back on him because he's young, he's Italian, he might have such a high ceiling if he stay, stays healthy, but it's the fact that he's moving like such a slimy little prick. Yeah. He's staying quiet. He didn't go to training today. All this yeah, stuff, you know, it's like, but, dude, but, but like... Also, like, with that, too, I'm not, I'm not trying to just defend him because it's him. You can't really blame it all on him because then the day, like, when you're when you're a player like that and you're playing professional and you're dealing with these things, like, you're, yeah. there's all these rumors, when you're technically, like, he's still a Roma player. Yeah. So, like, Juve, like, and, uh, Allegri can't just go and start talking about Zanio. Oh, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, once yeah. he comes, we're going to use him at this and they haven't even made an offer. You can't do that. Yeah. So, uh, like, a respect thing. And it goes so, out to professionalism, With him, too. I think it's just... It's not like he doesn't want to say anything. I think his agents just kind of like, you know, don't if the media asks, like, you know, avoid the media, don't say anything to them, you know, just say like this. I get that. I get that. It's it's all about your public image and stuff like that. And realistically, he wants to maintain a public image. Yeah, no, but even like for like legal purposes, like he can't say like certain things because obviously like players, like they don't think like what like what to say before they speak. Yeah. So they're just gonna kind of go and speak. So like their, their agent will be like, hey, you know, avoid talking about this at all thing. Like don't don't if they say like, oh, you know, um, 
w- would you be happy to join Juventus? Like, don't answer in this way because then it can they can try to you know turn into this or then, yeah. then we can get in trouble with Roma because if he says something wrong, then Roma can sue him because yeah. or not sue him, well find him because well, and look at the he's back, still a Roma look at the player. backlash and all the Lukaku backlash he's gonna get too, exactly right. So I I do I definitely do understand it. It's just. Stuff like that, that's what drives like that wedge between like but, hoping for the best for the player yeah. and not. You know what I mean? So like for Zaniolo, it I'm afraid it'll hit the point for me that I look at him and be like, You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. You're a weasel. See, Go fuck if, yourself. If he after it's all done, like when when he has like the interviews and everything, if he comes out and then he says, like, Oh, you know, I had to stay quiet because you know what whatever and he just kind of explains it. That, oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. But like Dibala, after it was all done, like said and done. He didn't say nothing about it. He just fucking cried and then and, and then left. Yeah, and then he went on vacation. And then that that report emerged that Di Maria yeah, said yeah, he yeah. spoke to Dybala and he said they're like a family. If you truly meant that, <laughs> you said that or that like I, I don't know if it was a public thing that Di Maria was just saying. Then why the fuck didn't you just accept anything? Because why you got to be such a money hungry bitch? It was Joe. It was it was his agent. His agent his is what, a wiener. Is what messed everything up because so from. The latest like thing that I've heard about that was, so after that contract that they offered him eight plus two, and they said no, his agent contacted Inter and said, "What could you offer him mm-hmm. if he doesn't sign with Juve?" And then he comes over there, and then they said they would give him whatever like that amount, like eight mil. Yeah. And then that's why like the, then after Juve found out about that, that's when they had that meeting and they said, "We're not even going to offer you a contract because we we can't give you a suitable one." You know, thank you for your time here, but this will be your last season. See. And that's what they agents. told him that. Agents, and agents, agents can fuck up a player, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure as I, I'm, I, I know that he's not happy right now with his. Agent. What was that quote you sent in the group chat the other day? It was Which about one? the agents. I think Arriva Bene said it. Oh, but how they, how they like they ruined the the like they ruined the what's it called? No, something with Mino Raiola. Mino oh, called players, him afterwards. Players, players play for yeah. their agent, not for the club. Yeah, there you go. And then Raiola's like, he's like, uh, he's like, yes, he's like, thank you, and he's like. What? He's like, I was talking about you, like you know. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> he's like, that's what I knew. Like Mino was messed up. But you know, I, I, Mino. <sighs> but it's, it's a new day of that. We had that. We had to talk about that. Yeah. This, this new age. It's of, a new of era agents, of the man. agents and how they control like they every control everything. Thing. And that's why, like, I will have the utmost respect for a guy like De Bruyne. At the end of the day, again, I like I talk. I'm not in the position though of a professional athlete. Where, you know, I have cameras on me at all times, you know, my life is public, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I, I I don't know, just seeing my life, like, I'm, I'm already controlled because I'm working for somebody. Yeah. So, like, why do I want to have more, like, somebody else controlling me that much more, like, in an, like as an agent, you yeah. know? I'd want my agent to be my friend, mm. to help me out, to listen to me, like, help me, like, you know what Actually, I mean? do what's what you want but yeah. what's also best for you yeah exactly. not just what's best for you exactly because what's best for you might not always be what you want so then you end up kind of going down that route then you're just not happy and it doesn't work out mm-hmm. yeah you're getting paid yeah you're getting paid good money and you're not going to complain but you're not happy yeah and it's it's just a fine line i guess but that's but that, that's that's what right now joe these agents that's what that's what it's gonna become, and you're, it's not it's not gonna get better in the, going forward. You're, it's just gonna get worse and I was worse. Gonna say, I feel like it's, it it's just worse. gonna get worse because I feel like agents now are building teams. Yeah, you know, like like again that the the Jorge Mendes thing that when I was looking yeah. into all the agents, like seeing that, then you start to like look at other teams even present day. You know, it's like wow, like th- that is still happening. It wasn't just a thing of the past. Like this is still happening. Yeah. Like everyone Roma becomes linked with, it's a Jorge Mendes 
player, usually. Like Gonzalo Guedes. Yeah. Roma would or have never been linked with him, especially because he's 40 mil. Yeah. That is crazy for Roma to even think about. But we're chasing him. We're hot on his heels. We keep going. Why? Jorge Mendes player. Yeah. That's that's his boy. He's trying to get him to be with Mourinho. Like, what, it's it's just it crazy to, to me. <laughs> um, so now that we had the little talk about TFC, <laughs> we got a little sidetracked there. You know, we hope the best for TFC. Um, we, me and Alex want to do like a small little segment where we did it a little bit last week, actually, but we just realized we hope maybe, maybe we could do something with this. <laughs> Start something with this. Um, so last week we asked like, okay, we asked Al who would be a good transfer, transfer, wow, transfer for Juve, who would be a good transfer for Roma. And we did with Rosati. We asked him about Chelsea. So, I mean, the name is pending. We are still, it, we think it's a decent name. We're going to call the segment transfers that just make sense. Might be a little bit long. <laughs> Let us know. But, Maybe we'll change it did, up. But it's exactly what you need. But they that's, just all, make sense. that's all it is. You know, like it's, it's, it's exactly what it's teams something. need and they make sense. Yeah. It's <laughs> like we're going to try what, to talk about. what they're about, looking for, what they're missing. Yeah. It's perfect. We're going to try to like zone in on three teams each episode. Talk a little bit about who they're linked with. We'll say if it's good, if it's bad, whatever. But then we're also going to suggest like a player that we think mm. could be like a transfer that just makes sense. And you could see them genuinely either down the line, short-term, long-term, making that kind of deal. Yeah. Um, last week, we did Juve, Roma, and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I think we're attacking Man U, Barcelona, and Milan. Yeah. So keeping it relevant still with the whole leagues. Um, I would like to speak about Manchester United first. Say, who do you want to start with, Man U? Because I feel like... Right now, they are a big, like they're a, a sleeping giant. Mm-hmm. No one knows what to expect. Ten Hag been appointed. They just railed Liverpool yesterday. I think it was four like, nothing or it something. Was, like. today. was that today? Yeah, it was today this morning. No, yeah, I thought it was yesterday. Regardless, they they railed them. Martial yeah. got on the score sheet. Yeah. Maybe it's Nunez, his resurgence. Nunez missing sitters before Darwin, entering the game. Yeah, <laughs> like he was apparently terrible. Preseason games, you don't look into too much, but you also but you, get a good get idea, idea of you, what to expect. Yeah, you get an idea of what these players can bring. You know what they can, mm-hmm. what they can offer the team. If they, if they can actually stay on the team, if they, you know, if they're especially if they're younger, if they're good enough to be yeah. on the first team, so you get mm-hmm. an idea. So with Man U, um, there's a lot of talk. Obviously, up until yesterday, today, Ten Hag kind of squashed the whole Ronaldo. It, he wants to leave. He's unhappy and stuff like that. So the rumor is now that Ronaldo's happy. He's content. He just wants to see them win and do well, and he wants to be a part of that as long as that's guaranteed or promised or whatever. Um, so originally it would have been speaking about who do you get to replace Ronaldo. Yeah. And I feel like one of the most obvious people, especially short-term given age, given everything like that, it would have been somebody like Lewandowski. Yeah. Because like to yeah, yeah. the stature of yeah. Ronaldo. Who they would go for, yeah, because... But if he would, if he would be willing to go there, that's a that's story. yeah, that's a hu- another different story. It's just like who, whatever. Um, but in saying all of that, Ronaldo is significantly older. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna ask you: Do you think if you're a part of that scouting system, you're trying to whatever? Are you looking for a depth guy for Ronaldo that could lead long term? Then, or are you looking for like a short term fix? That like could do the same thing, and then you know, kind of like a Van Persie Rooney type of thing. Yeah. How they were both at the end of their career there, you know, they gave it one last hurrah type of thing. See you later, won something, gone. If he does, I mean, first of all, like 
a player, a player like Ronaldo, and obviously, like you know, your Ten Hag comes in. He just he's not there just to, for a year or two. Yeah, he's you know, a, it's a long term. It's thing a long term yeah. project for him. So if I'm gonna start this thing off right, if Ronaldo actually doesn't want to be there and is he's not showing up because he's trying to push a move away to another team, I would try to resolve that as fast as I can mm-hmm. because all I'm from like all I'm hearing from these reports and everything, I'm literally just getting PTSD from last year. Yeah. From he's happy to stay with a legacy. Yeah, I, I know I spoke with him. He's gonna come to training next week. He's happy, you know. Don't worry, he's gonna stay this season. Don't worry, don't worry. And then be, season starts, he leaves. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is gonna happen yeah. with Ronaldo. Going back to to your question, who if I'm Man U and I have to do that, I resolve that as fast as I can because it, it's already hard enough to try to find yeah. someone that's gonna be available. Because going long term, I think. They shouldn't even think of right now because if they don't have an idea of who it is, yeah. because at this point now, like strikers that have been talking that you've heard like now, like up and coming that that would be would have been available was Vlahovic, he's not. Holland, he's not. Uh, Darwin, he's not. Mbappe, he's definitely not. Mbappe, <laughs> literally the, the 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 only guy that I can I can see them going for that is young that makes sense. A little bit pricier because I mean we don't really know what the price would be, but he probably would be pricey for the season he had. Is um, Tammy? Uh, you know that's, I, that's th- yeah. That, they can go that route and try to go for someone like him who's younger that they they're gonna yeah. you know build around him, not build around him, but like no, but he he's be gonna be there. And he'll, be a, he'll be in that a project. couple of years. Yeah. You don't gotta worry. Yeah. You don't gotta worry about a striker unless it's a backup or yeah. to find someone someone else up and coming is even better than him. But that's that's besides that. If I'm going short term. <laughs> which I would probably go because I feel like trying to do that deal would be a little bit harder. It would be that. I was going to say, given that we have still the buyback with yeah. Chelsea, does but, he want to yeah, go? And, How much? And Mourinho like... wouldn't want to just yeah, get rid of exactly. him. Especially to Man U. <clears throat> exactly. A little bit exactly. Like, uh, that, that's available right now, man. Like, who, who are you going to really look at? Like, you have maybe Griezmann you can get off Atletico. Mm-hmm. Joao Felix. He's expensive. That would be a, that. See, for me, that's, to me, that, that would that's, be a long, that's long term, term as well. Yeah, yeah, that's long term. I'm saying he's expensive. I'm trying to think of thing. Suarez, he's available. I don't know if you want to bring that's in a guy a like year, that. Year, year two of him. For me, what I would look at for man, the you, only the good. Sorry, the good thing about him though is he's played in the league already. Yes, yes, yes. he's slowed down. He's on the same Suarez, but I think up top you're going to see a lot more of Rashford, Alonga, yeah, because that's the Ten Hag style. And then whoever they bring in is just gonna gonna be that you know that that other guy there. He might get into the, he mm. might might be good enough, but or he might just be good enough as a backup. Yeah. But I don't know for men. You like, I I, I can see them really just going short term. Maybe even Depay. Like I don't know what Ten Hag if he rates him if he thinks he's. Well, good. I was gonna say because he might be. I know. I, I'm pretty sure Bar's trying to just find a final home for him because <laughs> they can't. Yeah, they, and they can't sell anybody. They can't the pay thing. for anyone. That's either. why even yeah, they're young. All these guys are just owed money. They're young. They have, they, they, have to, they have to pay him, but they fucking owe. Um, it's like twelve mil still. For me, I think I think we'll, um, we'll get to that after. With they with could, things. yeah, I was gonna say Barca's after Man U. Wait, what are, you, what are you gonna talk about now? Because I want to see what. Who, no, I was gonna, I was gonna oh, say gonna for that? me, for me, I would like the only long term name again that popped into my head was Tammy as well. Yeah, English. He knows the league. That's what I mean. You know, would Chelsea even be willing to allow <laughs> Tammy to go there? Because no. right now it's still like Chelsea has that kind of power yeah. over Tammy. So that's another thing. Um, and like. He would be a good fit given the already English contingent they have in Rashford and Sancho feeding him on those wings. Yeah. So I do think Tammy would be a good long-term thing. Um, I just don't see it happening within the next year or two that he would go to Man U. So I would term. say short-term would probably be their 
best option until something obviously comes up. And I'd probably look at a guy like like Duvan Zapata, you know, mm-hmm. especially looking at how Ten Hag is. Last year he had uh, Sebastian Haller, yeah. who is literally like a Duvan Zapata. You know, they're great in the air. They have all their goals coming within that 18-yard box. Yeah. They're really like that that poacher type of thing. Um, the only thing that Duvan offers that um, Haller doesn't is more of like a passing range. You know yeah. what I mean? He's able to actually hold up play to set up others. Set like up and- you saw him with Atalanta. Yeah. Like this year, he didn't do too well given his injuries and stuff like that. But previous seasons, like Zapata's a force he was, and a he half. Was a monster. Every, you know, every like, time we faced him, he always destroyed yeah, you. Yeah, the guy bullies <laughs> bullies defender. So he would be good like physically. He's never played in the Prem, so yeah. you also don't That's know. So it, that him. would be the big gamble. Yeah. But to given the fact he that it. he's thirty years old now. I feel like if there's ever going to be a time to make that move to the prem, it would be now. Yeah, and you now, still now again, be his only, you still his have only Ronaldo, shot. so it is that low costing like, like sorry, low. What's yeah, the but word this I'm is more, this is more too if if Ronaldo leaves. Yeah, if Ronaldo yes, ends up yes. leaving, if, if Ronaldo stays, I don't really see them going for a signing. No, 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 no. I was gonna say it, oh, that's the thing too, because then they would just probably keep Martial yeah. and let him slide let in him there. Stay in. Like he, that, I do think like Zapata him. would probably be no. the the best bet. Let me ask you this: So let's say Ronaldo does leave, do you think? I mean, obviously, I know they were they already missed out on him, but do you think, man, you should have got in on uh, Richarlson? Not for, not for the price that he was worth. To be honest with you, I don't yeah. like. Yeah, I don't think he was like he's not obviously just that's even just pre, that's just prem tax. Yeah, like even on, seeing on like player. like the way he played. Put aside the numbers, like the numbers aren't even that special. But yeah. put those aside, the way he played, like I don't really see him fitting into Ten Hag's style, and I don't really see him in general being <clears throat> like a like a difference maker. Mm-hmm. Even the deal with him going to Tottenham, I I fully don't grasp. The point of that, unless you're getting rid of too many attackers, they have. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't understand where you're going with that. You have Kulisevsky. You have Kane. You Kane, got Son, Lucas Mora. Okay, you just sold Bergvine to Ajax. Yeah. Cool. But now you picked up Charleston. Yeah, like and then they pick up another attacker too. I feel like they already had an attacker. I just I can't think about it right now. I was gonna say Lorente because Lorente <laughs> goes everywhere. Conte He's goes. He's everywhere. But no, like it. I just. Richarlson, I never rated, so I don't think. Calvert-Lewin, though, on the other hand, mm. that's actually a name that slipped a little they bit. For, like up. He could have been a good signing. Who was that guy that he always, he started off good? Like the last like two seasons. Was that King? Joshua King? Oh, on uh, Watford? Um, no, on um, Bromwich Albion? Yeah. Yeah. He, so. he would have been good, actually, but I, I don't know if he would have been Man U good. No. Bournemouth. 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 Yeah. What were you going to say? Bournemouth? Bournemouth. <laughs> I was like with, with Leicester, like the first like year when they came up, I kept I kept calling them Le- Le- Lichesteiner. Lichester. <laughs> Lichester. I thought they were pronounced Leicester or Leicester. something. I'm like, how, how does this even make sense? Like it doesn't. <laughs> then, L-E-I-C-E. I think it was like the year like before whatever. they won. I figured out how to, it was, oh, it's oh, it's Leicester City. Oh. When people told me, Le- right. yeah, Leicester City, they have Ranieri, I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about right now. <laughs> Wait, what team? Like, They're in the Prem? I'm looking around in the Prem like, where's this Leicester City? The closest City? team I see is Leicester City. I don't know where... <laughs> I don't see this Leicester City anywhere. Leicester City has some problems too, but we're not talking about them no. today. <laughs> That's um, a whole different story. Do you think Man U has other problem areas that should be addressed besides the attack? Well, it's not like major concerns because like the midfield, they like you know, you still have, your, you still have Fred there. They still have McTominay. 
who knows if they're if they're gonna bring in De Jong. They have um they had another that other kid too in the midfield. I forgot his name now. Ga- Garincho or something like that? Gamacho. I think so. Something like that. Him. Yeah. They have Van de Beek. Yeah. So yeah, Van de Beek's coming back. The same thing. You have like I think for the mids they're 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 fine. Yeah, I agree with their that. Their back line, I mean, I I take another chance. I mean, not take another chance. Give it on his second year. Hopefully, you know it's a, it's a lot better than it was last year. Yeah. Maguire, I I I'm not saying he's going to be good, but I think he's going to finally figure out his role and you'll see a lot better games out of him under Ten Hag. Like Ten Hag's not going to play the ball through Maguire. Yes. Like other coaches say, were doing. I, I, I because think... he's not a ball playing center back at all. He's like a Chiellini. Yeah. You want the ball in his feet the least amount as possible. Just win the ball back, pass it the shortest, the, the guy close to you, and, and then that's it. Well, I think that was the whole problem with Maguire. And and when Jay was on, he said it best. Like Maguire's probably like the past couple of seasons, one of their better defenders. Yeah. It's just he plays so much and he's always the focal point that like he's the easiest to rip apart because exactly. like you see all the errors he makes and the errors he makes are usually detrimental. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like like a bad pass or whatever. Like it's it's a lot of things yeah. he'll make a mistake on. Um, and they also did sign that, uh, I don't know how to say his name. I'm probably going to butcher this right now. Malachia, Malasia, the Dutch guy left back. Oh, okay, okay. So they got him too. So that kind of fixes that whole Alex tells Schauberto, Carlos type <laughs> dilemma. Both trash left backs. Now they actually have somebody good there. And, and right back. Ten Hag will use. Yeah, right back is for me. Like I, I, I'd agree with you with the center back roles. Like I, I think they're pretty much good there. Ten Hag has also even stated um, the trust he has for Maguire, right? So he even said like, no, that's our captain this year. Yeah. I have faith in him and all that stuff. So I do think like <clears throat> they still have Lindelof there. As a backup, really backup. Yeah, I'm saying backup, backup, backup. Don't think he's too crazy. I would, yeah. I, would, I would even sign another guy that's like willing to be a backup mm-hmm. and maybe kind of put him ahead of Lindelof and have him as your actual backup. Then Lindelof has like your fourth center yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Do something like that. And then right back, who do they have? Wambi Sexy. <laughs> who else do they have? <laughs> Diego Dalot. I and I think Dalot's gonna get the nudge in front of Juan Bissaka because Juan Bissaka really doesn't offer anything. I didn't want to say it was a good season, but like two seasons ago, where like he just had like an it was like he had the most tackles yeah in the league by it was like by a long shot and he was just like you couldn't run past because he was just tackle you. But then other than that, he couldn't do anything. So yeah, I like I'd probably say their their other position then would probably be a depth right back, depth slash borderline starter right back. Now the question: Do you go short term for that role, or do you go long term for right back for their right back role? Because you got to remember, Dalot is only 23, yeah, like, 24. And, 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 so and like he, he feel looked, like that's a long term guy if they decide to keep him. Like when he, when he went alone with Milan, I, I, I watched a lot of the games. I didn't think he looked anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. He did look a lot better this year with Man U. Yeah, like he looked like he actually took a step up not that much of a step up but he, hey, he's, he's step. developing he's, he's young developing, right so you're exactly. gonna see baby steps it's hard for defenders too would i ride it out with him and and you know maybe kind of use him as that starting right back 100 percent, man look what look what portugal's like um developing for fullbacks yeah right now yeah they haven't missed that's Every what i mean fullback coming up they're 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 good yeah so i would ride it out with him and then if 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 someone comes up that you can pick up like let's say like an older maybe more like experienced player that 
is willing to play like backup star when he has to, you know, maybe those more like mm-hmm. clinical games. Pick up someone like that. I don't know who who would really be available right now, but they can they can look for someone like that. Yeah, and like a like a Juan Jesus. Uh, um, no, no, Jesus name? Navas. Jesus Navas. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I, I like I'd agree. I'd probably go like a short term option, or like even like a Carvajal, because I'm pretty sure he's gonna be. That, the, that was one of the names soon. actually. I was gonna like suggest yeah. it was gonna be. Between Car- Carvajal and I feel like I'm picking apart Atalanta here, but or even like a like a Hans Hattabor. Yeah, you know he's older, he's proven, he's not getting any younger. He has that versatility in right wing back, right mid, and yeah, right back. And right back. So you could offer like that formational shift if you're Ten Hag, <clears throat> but I don't know if he would be a good player. I just see that being a low costing short-term player yeah. that would fit in Ten Hag's system. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not linked with anyone anymore. Like they're, I think Manu's biggest link right now is only, um, thing. what's his name over there, De Jong. Yeah. So, I mean, that's even still these transfers really right moving. now, they make sense to us. Will they actually happen in real life? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> we'll see. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, next team, do you want to do Milan or Barcelona? We'll do Barca. Do you want to do Barca? Yeah, oh. I'll talk a little bit about Barca. Like Barca, they're, they got problems because not, they, no transfer is going to make sense for them. They're broke, but, they, but they're they rich. They have problems, but then the problems get cleared up, but then they're also bigger problems, and that team is the most... like I don't know what the hell is going I on I read there. something yesterday on Twitter, and I, I can't, it's this, this guy that always reports for Barcelona, Gerard Romeo, Romeo, Ro, okay, I think something I've seen, I think like I've seen that, him. whatever. I think I've seen him before. And apparently, the 200 mil that Barcelona is freely spending or slash offering to these players <clears throat> is um, money they already had allotted towards this transfer market. Yeah. So that 200 mil has nothing to do with their debts, their owing this and that, or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, with all that's coming to light about how they owe uh, Frankie Young 17 mil. They owe PK another 15 mil. This guy, 10. You know what I mean? Like, they're owing all these guys money. How do you even still have 200 mil to dispose That's a of? That's thing, man. Like, they, they, they're, I don't know what the, and how these players, like, they young PK. Some of, like, the players that have, like, they, they took pay cuts. They even, like, accepted to, to stop getting paid during some time, some parts in COVID to yeah. help the team yeah. out. And now they're st- they still haven't, like, they're still missing that money. Still haven't seen it. And the club's going out and spending all this money on this player, this player, this yeah, player. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. Like, then I hear like Rafinha. It's like, oh, it's the, you know, it hasn't gone through because Barca has the money. It's not going to go through. It's not going to go through. See, that's a today, transfer that makes then, no sense. And then today I read it. It went through. Yeah. And then and also Dembele is staying there. Yeah. Ex- that, that's what I... I Why? This <laughs> is why this segment is called Transfers That Make Sense. That would be a part of transfers that don't that make don't sense. That don't make sense. Because time. you have Usman Dembele, who is great. You just confirmed or whatever that he's going to be staying he's signing an extension mm-hmm. you have that you have abdi you have ansu fati coming back from injury you have obamayang you have ferran torres you have these great players in your attack already why the fuck do you need rafinha he's great he's fantastic rafinha, I w- it would make sense if Dembele left and he didn't resign, exactly. Still, you don't. It's not like a necessity, but I mean, hey, at least it made sense. But yeah, now, I was to, gonna say to sign both of them. I feel like that's just the biggest waste of money. It's. I. I feel like it's like a slap you to uh, slap you out. Fuck you to teams that wanted Rafinha. Yeah. To try to like flex their dick that oh yeah hey, we could still yeah. compete with you guys. We're still Barcelona. Players still want to come here. 
Yeah. Like, like dude. Stop like like you honestly if Barca didn't like if Deco didn't be a dickhead and push that deal to, to Barca he would have went to Chelsea that deal would have already been I mean most hopefully would already been done because say, we don't know about Sterling Chelsea, is, no. it's already been done but like there hasn't been any like medical no confirmation yeah we don't so, like, fully everyone, know what's everyone's going like on, are you guys gonna announce it or but they're Bar- interested FC but Barca's just like I don't know what their game plan is or how they're moving or what the fuck they're doing but it, it sometimes I just read some of the shit about them like it pisses me off I'm like my, how. They, a, a trans- them being broke, they can't pay these players money. But then they're going, they're like, oh, they're offering this guy because this team's this team was looking at him and they were getting close. And then Bars comes in last minute. Okay, we'll offer you fifty mil. Like, See, if if they were smart and wanted to get somebody that made sense, not an attacker, not even you know, not even a midfielder they need because they have Pedri, Gavi, Busquets, De Young, defenders. They just got Kazi. That defense is dreadful, horrible. Ronald Araujo is great. I think he's a good player. But you just got rid of Longley, who also sucked ass. Umtiti hasn't been the same for how long now? Poor thing. I think since the World Cup. He's as good as retired. PK, he's dealing with his own baby mama drama because he's stupid. So I don't even think I would want him on my team. I don't know if I even mentioned PK. See, if they're going to go spend stupid money, why don't they go come and try to buy Delict? That's a guy that you well, can see, you can you you spend the money on and then you know you're good at that, you, that you're, was you're, a guy you're I would around. That was a guy I would have mentioned. And you keep Frankie happy the and Lick, Frankie stays. The Lick would have been one of those guys that he yeah, it's a little bit hopeful because he would command such a a large price tag. But to me, that would be a transfer that would make sense for Barcelona to do. That covers short term and long term. Mm-hmm. You have a partner alongside Araujo. You have a center back that knows how to actually play the ball as well. And that is one of Barcelona's huge philosophies yeah. that every player needs to have like that control and be able to distribute the ball and stuff like that, you know. And like Araujo, yeah, he's decent at it, but there, he, there's that young, naive ability, yeah, yeah. you know. He's, so he's just coming up still. He's going to be playing with someone that's going to kind of lead him and that's going to guide him in the right yeah, direction, yeah, exactly. And and have and, and and build a good partnership with, yeah. And I think the lift will be and like I, I hate saying it, but I mean, if he goes there. He goes long term and he actually stays. They yeah, can, they can. He can have a good partnership there. Isn't that that fix? No, I don't think. I think he's good. I think he's good enough. I mean, I'm, I'm good enough. I, I he he had a really. I, I didn't rate him that highly, but then last mm. season, like he came. He, he, he my words a lot of the times because like he played very good. I think he so does think better he will, in a back three do, though. But I haven't seen him in a back four in so long. I know that's and the now thing. he's but, but now he's. Did you hear about him in a de- back four? No, no, but I mean he's so but he developed a lot. His... He's developed a lot more. He's still young. Yes, yes, but so maybe he's would, that guy that just. I I, I even only think he would probably, probably play ahead of uh, Araujo. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll become kind of just a backup for now. I think, but for me, but, the ones that make sense is their fullbacks. Oh my god. The fullbacks is what they need to prioritize. I love Jordi Alba because he's a small little guy and he's crazy. That's what they need. But who <laughs> else do they have on left Even back? right back. Right back. You have Serginho Dest. No, they want to get rid of him. I know, but that's, the thing, that's all you have right now. I saw I Danny saw Alba's that they're left. okay with um, Azpilicueta and Thing are going to be their right backs. Who? Sergio Roberto. Those are going to be Barcelona's two right backs. That's rough. Anytime you think your club is in a shambolic state, remember... Sergio Roberto plays for Barcelona. <laughs> um, <laughs> and left back, who they have? They just they have Jordi, Jordi Alba. I I actually don't know who they're. They even have a backup. I don't think so. I think I, I think I think Des played played left back a couple games last year. Like I said, I, think he covers I don't even there. think they have one. Wow, yeah, they had they, a makeshift left. They back. need they need because like so Jordi again, Alba. Like I mean, 
phenomenal player. Love him. You can you can see the decline in him, and that needs to be addressed. And that's where they need to be putting their focus on is trying to find okay, who's a left back that can replace him and. You know, hopefully it's good enough that it could be long-term, but, you know, even if it has to be for two, three years, and then we can get someone else. Well, I, I think for me, that <clears throat> looking at that left-back position, it would 100% be a long-term thing because Jordi Alba could still do it short-term. Yeah, but it's just but it's, it's tougher to find, phasing like, out. who are you going to go for, like, long-term that's available right now in that in that position? I would go after Cucurella. He wasn't... He's going to think. Tottenham. Cucurella. Yeah. No, no, Chelsea. Chelsea, I think. Chelsea's linked with him. I think I seen Chelsea was linked with him. Barca wasn't linked know. with him. No, I know Barca's not, but I'm saying it would be a transfer that makes sense for them because oh, yeah, but. he grew up with their academy. He grew up in the like La Masia academy. He had a great season with Brighton Albion. Yeah. Why don't? Why did I say their full name first off? <laughs> Second off, why wouldn't that be a, like a person that they even look at? You yeah. know, he would want to go home too. Because for some divine reason, all the graduates of La Masia love to go back to love Barcelona. To back yeah. Even if it's for a dollar fifty and a high five, yeah. they want to be a part they, of that they, team. They wanted to play there even after the academy. It's just maybe they weren't good enough at that time and they got released <clears> and went somewhere else. And then once they get to that point where they are good enough, sometimes some players will be like, no, like what, you want me now? That like now yeah, that I'm good yeah. enough? No. But for the most part, especially with Barca, you see a lot of the players like they're really open and willing to go back yeah when the team comes calling. For, for me that that would be probably one of their better acquisitions you know he's definitely better than what they have because they have nothing backed up no and i honestly could th- I could see cucarella giving be, jordi alba a run for his money for that be, starting role this starting season over, over, for sure over jordi. so i feel like that's a transfer that makes sense for barcelona to look into and i don't think he'd be anything crazy expensive mm-hmm. like it's yeah, there's the prem tax you're paying and stuff like that, but <clears throat> I don't think it would be anything more than forty mil. Now, what about you know? uh, Ter Stegen? I I don't see a purpose. My thing has always been: you could get a good backup goalie, of course. Obviously, you need it just in case the worst happens, injuries and whatever. Um, but it's not detrimental. I feel like for so a backup goalie, like goalies they're good. They're in- I would personally say they're good. Obviously, there's going to be people that say no. Yeah. But, I mean, what kind of backup goalie realistically could you get? Like, Yeah. There's a, you that's know, willing to come there That's that has a name that's like, okay, you know what? Yeah, let's try to get this guy. That's well, what I mean. Like, they, they lost Neto. No, I know that. But, like, for, for me, who like the only name that's coming to me that they could maybe look into would be, like, an Alban Lafont. You know, da, a young... <laughs> but he's ass. <laughs> I mean, didn't lose a game last year when he had to come in. For it's that true, month. actually, it's true. Milan maybe needed him more than they needed Mike Magnan. He was probably, I mean, rumors. Uh, he was probably better, better numbers than Mike. And I mean, that's the line. The last games, imagine he played more. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nah, for me, a backup goalie for them. Uh, they already have a backup. So mm-hmm. like, what's this guy gonna play? A couple of Copa del Rey games? Yeah. You know, like you know, if if <clears throat> let's just say Frankie leaves. Do you sign a midfield? Oh, 100%. Now, 100%. Do you bring in someone that's, you know, a little bit older just to kind of help out and give time to, you know, Gavi and, and well, I mean, Pedri, I feel like he's already secured that. But, like, more yeah, like Pedri's Gavi's like 40 him, years old. Get him to 20. kind of, you know, help him grow. And now you even have Kessie there, too. Can't forget. Or do you bring in someone also, you know, younger, but also kind of has a name, maybe a bit of a price tag, but bring in someone like that? Um. 
if you're selling Frankie, um, for me, I always thought of Frankie as Busquets' direct replacement in yeah, that, that's like exactly that, what I thought, too. like that role. Um, but if you're selling De Jong, um, I don't know. You know, I never even thought of that because I always just thought, okay, you have Kessie there already. Kessie could be the other guy, and he could be like a Yaya Toure type of guy for them. Yeah, but see, but Kessie's, Kessie is Kessie's been a lot better at getting forward than yeah, than, than staying I know, back. I know. He could feed the ball. He has a, he, he's great at like his his passing's mm. phenomenal, but to be that guy back there in that Busquets role, I don't see it being Kessie. Sorry, quick yawn. Uh, but it, no, well, I mean, to do Busquets' role, I'm sorry, it takes a special type of player. No, that, that, that's <clears> very, I mean. very difficult to replace. Like, like, I feel like, like that, they're, they're going to have to like mold some kid from, like, yeah, from, the, from exactly. their academy and just mold him into yeah. like, that position. Um, for me, though, I'd probably, I'd probably look for a sh- very, very short-term option, you know? Mm-hmm. Get another more experienced, older guy so you know what to expect. The transition from another league or whatever will be seamless. You know, like even like a guy like Danny Parejo, yeah. he's been in the league. He knows what it is. Is he the best? No, but low cost, and and that's the biggest thing. If you're getting rid of a guy like De Jong, you already have that great young core, that great young contingent. Mm-hmm. Now you need to fit the gaps with some some older players that could these young kids could learn from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, again, you have Busquets there. But you're not about to look at me and tell me you're going to do a Champions League. You're not going to p- compete in a Champions League game with your midfielders being the oldest 20 years yeah. old. You know <laughs> what I mean? You would need that older veteran presence. I mean. And that's I feel like that would definitely probably be the better choice. Yeah, the, big, the, big, the veteran in the midfield is going to be Kessie. Exactly. And he's what, 26? Kessie sucks. So sucks. He sucks. No, he I hate Kessie. No, he doesn't. He sucks. Watch, watch what he's going to do with Barca. Okay. He is. He's going to be like Seydou Keita on Barca. No. Nothing. Or Alex Song. <laughs> no. Useless. No, there for a paycheck and to dab or something. He's done. He sucks. He's going to be the best. Yeah. Okay. Regardless <laughs> of that, now that we're talking about Kessie, let's talk about Milan. Going to Milan though. I'm sorry we didn't have our Milan fans here. Pair's a working man. He, uh, he's working nine to five. Stressed. Well, then in the next couple of weeks, though, we're gonna, we we gotta have we gotta have a mix of like Mayor, Pear, and Sam. Yeah, so we wanna, should get I more mics. Get we're gonna we're gonna try to do one segment one day, like a random episode where we're outside, and yeah, you we could, do, we we're gonna have outdoor, more than just four, like us four, us two, or whatever outdoor backyard experience. You know, yeah, there, there might be some. Um, obviously, we're not gonna know what noise are gonna be happening, but it's gonna be a, it's great, it's gonna be a great experience. We're gonna edit it to try to get some of it out. <laughs> You will probably see Paris smoking like a chimney because he'll start to get stressed out and then tell us, <laughs> I can't fucking talk to you guys. Walk <laughs> off, then come back just to say something. Regardless of that, Milan. We'll talk a little bit about Milan now. Um, Milan got Divac Origi. Mm-hmm. I think that was a great signing considering they, it. they need a striker. And I do think Pioli plays that 4-2-3-1. And I think that's a good spot to have... <clears throat> A more experienced guy as that one striker. Mm-hmm. Divac Origi could also play left mid and right mid, yeah. which is a good thing too. Yeah, um, I think he's gonna be more in that striker role, considering your other two striking options is Giroud and Ibra. Mm-hmm. And Ibra's out the first six months, and who knows, he'd probably be even out even longer, even if he even plays a fucking game this year. Exactly. And Giroud again, he's also up there in age, so he had injuries last year. He he's gonna have injuries again this year. It's not gonna be 
a full healthy season with mm-hmm. Giroud, and you can't play him, especially in all the competitions Milan's going to be in. Yeah. Because being in Champions League, you're in pot one now. So you would like to think they're probably going to make it past the, the group stages and into the round of 16. Yeah. And then who knows from there where they go. But they're going to be in Champions League longer, so be playing more soccer. Yeah. They're going to have Copitalia in the league. So that Origi, that was like a, they had to, and that, that's why they jumped on it so quick yeah. before even Maldini I genu- and thing, I genuinely do believe that was actually like a, a perfect deal. Yeah. You know, I like it, he's the right age. Yeah, okay, he is on the older side. Yeah. I don't but he's really not that old. He's not a guy that you like, know? let's say in, in the next two years, once Ibra and, let's say next year, let's say after the season, next summer, let's say Giroud says he's leaving, mm. Ibra says I'm retiring, I'm leaving, yeah. and then you have only Origi. At that point, Milan, I can't. I'm not gonna. I, I don't see them signing a guy that's gonna be a backup to Origi. I see them signing a guy who Origi is gonna be a backup to. Yes, because that's and, what Origi yeah. is best at. Yeah, at the end of the day. But but for this season, what they have, I think it's perfect, and it was the it's perfect gonna, it, short it'll work. term it'll work. Yeah. thing. Short term, it'll work because it'll, again, long long term, you know, like especially given like Serie A, the 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 resources financially aren't really there, mm-hmm. and if they want to even shop within the league, you know. You're looking at all the young players that are coming up in Serie A. These these owners are demanding way too much money. Way too you know, much like money. I for almost every team, I would recommend Skamaka because of his versatility and everything like no. that. But and I, I I sincerely love Skamaka, but he is not worth fifty mil. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. He is not worth that. <laughs> he is so crazy. unproven and raw still. That and I get it. You're paying for also the potential, and everyone will say, "Yeah, but Joe, like he could be like fifty mil could look like a steal." It's today's market. No, no. At the most, most he is worth thirty mil. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I'll even say that about Zaniolo. He's not worth sixty mil. Yeah. You know, Vlavic. Do I think Juve paid a little bit too much? Yes, but that was an emergency situation mm-hmm. where they we, had to just like, to. like throw the money right there. But Fiorentina took advantage of the situation. Exactly. And, and hey, Vlavic, I would I would look at you and say. If you told me you was after him this year, whatever, and he's going for fifty mil, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, like that—that that is a player that I think is worth that fifty mil within the league. Um, so Milan, I think, did the right thing there. I think now Milan has to focus on maybe, I, like, actually, you let me. What do you think? Where do you think is the problem they need, there? They need a center attacking midfielder. Yep, big time, and they need a right winger, big time. Because Salamander's not a starter. I was, gonna, I was thinking which side Leao is on. Yeah, you're right. Leao's yep. left. I would not. Leao, he's, he's fucking amazing. I would, that guy has, has you to think, You think game. defensively and defensive mid, because they lost Kessie as well. <clears throat> you yeah, think but, those but roles that, are good? They're for me, solid? For me, like that, those having... They, they're going to need a backup center mid, 100%. But mm-hmm. having... Uh, Tonali and Benassi, I, I I always liked it better than than Kessie and yeah. uh, Kessie and Tonali or Kessie and Benassi. I feel like it just worked better. I, so, yeah. so that in midfield, I mean, like they, they can pick up a, a cheap backup for that. Hundred percent, I would do that. Not somewhere I'll focus on. Cam, like as a center attacking mid, that's something they, they oh that yeah, needs that, to be I think that that is one of their biggest and they, things. The biggest mistake they can make now is trying to sign a guy like a like an Isco. Or a Dybala. Yeah. Those two guys are not going to fix the problem. Mm-mm, no. It's just going to make it worse. See, this is one of those scenarios where Milan genuinely needs to be looking for a long-term yeah. guy. And, and not now, a short fix that's like, because those are going to be too high on the wage bills. Yeah. Now they're looking at that kid. I don't know what his, I forgot what his name is. I can't even pronounce his name. He's from, uh, he's Belgian. He plays on. Oh, the Catalare. Yeah. 
Club Rouge. I think I said it right. I'm sorry if I didn't. I, yeah, I know it's something like that. You know, yeah, Charles yeah. or Charlie, whatever. Blonde Looking kid, he's good. Actually. I haven't heard too much about him. I heard he had a great season last year in uh, in uh, on Club Rouge. Mm-hmm. But is that going to be is that guy going to be the guy? I mean, honestly, considering the track record that Maldini's had with these players, I'd I'd risk it. Yeah, you know, he's been pretty right about majority of the players. I would take that chance. But then again, it's like you're the, you're the Serie A champions. You want to def- you have to defend your title. You can't be like or at least Inter- put up a fight. Inter-, Inter lost guys last year, yes, but they after the after winning, you know, they picked up a guy like they they saw they needed a center attacking mid. They picked up a Khan. You know, yeah, he's not a, a, a top quality player, but no, he's but a known they, player. They, yeah, he's they, a player repl- that he's they replaced himself. well enough. Yeah. I think they that and they gave themselves the that's, tools to that's fight what Milan has at a minimum. Looking for yeah, something like that. Someone that's going to come in there that you know about them and you know what they can bring. Same with the right on on the wing. That needs to be addressed big time. And, and I saw they were linked with some other random guy too. Like that, that that's not the answer. Like sign someone that's proven. Even if it's even if it's Berardi, okay, mm-hmm. you're paying the same price for some this other guy that they were looking for. If they can work out a deal for Berardi because he's old and they can get him, I would even take him. Yeah. Because at least he knows the that, league. And, that's, yeah. and he's, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be comfortable. Instead yeah. of bringing some other no, guy yeah. in that you don't know what he's... And he's young and you don't know what he's going to bring. I, th- I think that's the, the biggest thing. Those are the two them. positions with that them. Other than striker, but I mean, for now, they're good because they have that, that solution that they have Origi. Yeah, they also have... Rebic, Rebic would, could do I it. I would never let him touch the field again. That guy's horrible. No, but I'm saying he could slide in. He against could, the smaller he all, teams, he maybe. He could go work like, on a farm. That guy should not be playing soccer. He's horrible. You could have Leal switch to the central role as a striker. I would love like, to see that. I would love to game, see that. Like, then, here and there. Who are you going to play on the left? No, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so, no but I'm just saying, like, like the striker role, getting it covered by Origi is perfect. If you do need that third option, yeah. given, like, Giroud's injured or fitness or yeah. Origi, whatever, that third option, they do have See, it Milan, covered in other Milan's ways. Milan's lucky thing, and that's what, like, Juve's lucky in big time now, is that Milan sorted out, not long-term, because I think a lot of the players are going to be bought, because, I mean, at the end of the day, we are Serie A, mm-hmm. is left-back, they got Theo, and they have... Um, Oh my god, what's his name? Who's his backup? I forgot his name. I'll go back to that. Center backs, they got uh Tamori, they got Kalulu, they got Kier, and I think they have that um that Italian kid. Gabia. Gabia. They still have him. <clears throat> Not the greatest, but he's like a Rugani situation. You yeah, know, you have him there, he can do his job and, and that's all you can have. Again, it's a for. fourth choice center it, yeah, back. Exactly. You don't expect the world. He's not gonna be, yeah, he's not gonna be playing every game. You don't expect much. Right back, they're I think oh, they're sorted for now. They got Calabria and you got Florenzi. That's the perfect you duo. With, you start too. with either one, yeah. you're good. You don't have to worry about that. Stuff. And, and and that's also the thing with a guy like Florenzi. He offers you so much versatility yeah. that he could play right back. You could also slot him left back. Yeah, he you can, can also slot play him. center mid. He can also I was play on say, the wing. He, play, he started his career as a right winger. <coughs> I know. I you know, he that. could slide all across that attack. Even in the mid, he could slide all across there. Yeah. And he does a good enough job. Yeah. And he know, knows what to do and he, he, can, he can get the job done. Yeah. But, with Milan, it's their main thing, the main main focus for them to go forward from last year and not take a step back or just kind of plateau. They need to get a quality cam and a quality right winger. Mm-hmm. Those two need to be addressed. And I would even pick up a like even like a, like a Bernadeschi. I would if I was Milan, I would look at look at him as a backup to no, Leo. Exactly. That's it. A exactly. backup to Leo, not a starter, nothing. Like that's that. that's what I'm trying to say. Like I think. People drop the ball. That it was a free move. He wanted too much. It it probably it probably does come down to that at the end of the day. Bear not being a bum. How much? Just if we want to work out a deal with you, how much are you looking for? Eh, Three, four mil. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, he probably was his own demise there for sure. Um, 
for me, the only way I would, if I'm Milan going after a guy like Eskor, oh, sorry, and Dybala, is if I'm taking a gamble on some youngster. Like, you, you, you know, okay, you know how you said that guy at the, the Catalari? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I haven't really seen any rumor with yeah. that, so I don't know how much the price is. It's not much. It was, it was I, I did. I saw, I think, I don't know if it's like 15 or 20 mil. You know, or... like if it's something like that, that's still a low-costing thing. It's a gamble because he's a youngster. He's still unproven differently, completely Champions League now. Mm. Like, you know, there's a lot more pressure on Milan in general. So if I'm getting a guy like him, then I would also bring in an Isco Diba. Only, only mm. if I'm bringing in someone that is sincerely unproven. Yeah. Like that. Then, yes. De Catalari also plays on the wing. Yeah. You know, I remember he was in the Euro against Italy. Yeah, he he, he played right mid. Um, so he does have that in his locker too. Uh, but I wouldn't like for me, if I'm Milan, I'm I'm doing exactly what you said. I'm going after a guy like Berardi on the right. Yeah. You know, he's older, maybe you could get him for cheaper because of his age, and Sassuolo is known to sell. Maybe you could offer a youngster like like Daniele Maldini as like a I counterpart. Even, you know? Milan was and it, this this a rumor died after like a day, but I saw they were linked with that guy um, Traore. Yeah, Sassuolo. Yeah, He's, he plays on the wing too. Go for a guy like him. But then I saw like I, I don't know if they wanted too much for him, and that that rumor died. Even out too. um the guy that used to play on Atalanta, Which guy? that they sold him after like three games to Man U, uh, Diallo. Uh, Diallo? Yeah, Diallo. Oh, yeah, Diallo. Yeah, 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 that young kid. Ahmed Diallo. He went to Rangers. Now he's going back to Man U. Man U is shopping him out. If I'm Milan, I'm looking, I would look at something like that too because it would be low cost. Yeah. He is looking for time. And I mean, there has to be a reason why he went for 25 mil after three fucking games. So yeah, but that was also because that was it was also at the end of the transfer market, and Manu was just they were just trying to sign something. Yeah, at that but point. there has to be something. I don't know what it is because I he's probably, mean, done, I he's probably saw him impressed. Too. That's like, I, mean. I heard he had potential, but oh, dude, if I'm if I'm Milan, perfect guy. Sound uh, and he, I'm pretty sure he plays. Uh, I think he is actually more up top. I think he plays in the wing. Uh, what's that Italian kid? Gnotto? Oh, well, Gnotto. Yeah, yeah. Where does he yeah. play? He's on, um, oh my goodness. No, no, what just, position? What position? Yeah, on the wing. On the wing, right? He's a right winger and a left winger. Why not sign a guy like him? I agree. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, he's an Inter fan. You might have to, you know, kind of push him and like pursue him. But I mean, you're I'm not sure gonna if look, you offer not, him a contract to come back to Italy and he's He and wants he's to come young. back he to, Italy, to come back too. Italy. He's, he's even made it, he made it very known he wants yeah, to go said, back to Italy. Said, he's like, I want to go back to Italy. I want to, you know, play for Inter again one day. Like, I, I, that's my dream. Yeah. So, like, it, going to Milan, like, it's 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 tough to, to make it maybe if he, if his heart really wants Inter. But, I mean, if you're, if, if I'm, if you go there and Milan comes to you and you, they offer you a good contract and, you know, you got yeah. a future there, you can't, again, but you see, can't choose the, your heart. Those are those, those are those players that, like, then you could get Isco on a free and Dybala yeah. because then you know they're there. They'll probably be starting Isco or you know Dybala or whatever. Them too. You know what you're going to get, but you have that guy that's cost you nothing. He has no expectations. Nope. If you were more, to, you're interested just to see yeah, what he can If you were to bring in De Catalari on his own or Nyoto on their own mm-hmm. without having that experience ahead of them or whatever, yeah. they're going to have even more expectations. Oh, yeah. They're going to be... Judged even if it's only two a, mil a lot of players that they came in for, they will be crucified. Messias, at first, it was oh, this guy came from nothing, such a mm-hmm. good guy. Oh my god, the second he was bought out, are you fucking kidding me, bro? This guy can't even hit a net, he sucks. 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> Once money gets involved, the narrative changes. Yeah, so that that's changes. that's the whole thing with with a guy like with those youngsters. You got to look at like you, you like you got to get that experienced player ahead of them. Yeah, you got to build a proper team. You gotta yeah, have the right guys. You know and. That like in in the mix, you can yeah. have you gotta you can have your youth. You got like majority of it could be your mm. youth, but you need to have those certain spots that you have those vets. Yeah, that can win you games. They and know le- what and it they takes lessen the burden to for win the games, to win championships. They know what yeah. it takes. And that's what you need. For me, the the perfect signing, the absolute perfect signing that I could see Milan doing because I think they were linked with him at one point, and I feel like he covers both the central like attacking mid gap and that right mid gap would be Raspadori. Yeah. I think I, that I, would I be want him to perfect. Come to Juve. I, oh. I fucking love him. I think him on any of those top but four I, teams in Italy would that, be crucial. That's a guy his, that you know growth. what? Even if Sassuolo is being a little bit greedy, he's worth it. I you think give he's him that, the one. You get that money, yeah. Because if Milan doesn't do it now, then next summer's gonna another year's gonna go around. He's gonna have a good season, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have more teams interested in him, and you're you're not yeah. gonna give you a thought. I think Raspadori is probably one of the only players I could look at. In that Sassuolo setup, yeah, and say whatever you want for him, give it up for him because yeah. he is gonna be some. His versatility is unmatched, yeah. and his work. It kind of reminds me of a Chiesa situation with him. He he reminds the way he plays, like the way he moves. He reminds me of like a Dybala, like a young Dybala, yeah. a right footed Dybala. I say I only say Chiesa <laughs> because of his directness and how he'll actually defend, yeah, and like drop back. Yeah. Whereas Dybala, Dybala, yeah, was he, a princess he, he in was, that regard. Yeah, he, he didn't want to waste he his energy. Drop back. But to me, Raspadori, whoever he's a he he he's a transfer that makes sense for absolutely anyone because mm-hmm. of how well rounded, versatile he but is. Especially for Milan because they 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 need though like I'm done, I'm done. they're in Champions League next year. It's gonna be a, like a lot more serious for them. The league they're gonna defend their title, but they want to be up there and in the fucking talks and still and and can kind of build off of yeah. this. You need to you make can't, the proper especially signings. if you're Milan. You can't this year. It's always the year after you win a title that is even more important than yeah. the you know what I mean like yeah okay you finally you won that title but now it's a matter of like did you actually deserve to win that title yeah. but like look look you at know Inter. what I mean like a lot Inter's, of people Inter's now is a perfect example because everyone the first thing everyone said once Milan won was like oh you know oh, Inter oh you only won one oh you hey by the end of the day. Look what Inter did. Inter they, took them to they, the last game. They won a trophy the year before. They won the, the Serie A Cup, okay? Yes, they lost. It was close. They walked away with a Super Cup and a Coppa Italia still. Yeah. If Inter went from Serie A champions to trophyless season, then yeah. then you got to make some, you know, okay, guys, what, what's happening here? We got to make some real changes. But they still kind of, like, for me, Inter didn't really drop down. Like, they kind of they stayed they, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would really say, like, they weren't as as... As dominant with Conti, but you you already knew that because Conti's just, like look at the look at the you see oh, the videos of the goodness. training yeah they're all Dude, like the guys were dying dead I think on the everybody's just start putting in transfers they don't know no one's to train with Conti yeah he's a mad lad so when you have a guy like that on your team it's completely different like now Inter's just they're a normal team and they're gonna have to win because Latuto's gonna have to step up Lukaku's gonna have to step up all these big name stars are gonna have to step up and yeah. You saw Inter was losing games when Lautudo was doing nothing last year. Yeah. You saw that. Yeah, and, and it comes down to that. You're going to see that again this year. With Inter, they they kind of kept going. And now they got to, next year, they got to keep trying to push. Keep maybe win win another Copitale. Try to win the league again. Try to, yeah. you know, win something. Milan, if Milan go next year and let's say they don't make any crazy signings or really any signings now and they go from Serie A Champions and, and they, they lose a Super Cup to Inter and the Copitale to Inter... Buddy, 
you start start from there because then after that you already all the, a lot of the big names you're gonna see start start moving. The scary that. thing is too, like as much as a, a lot of people will make an argument, yeah, but their team hasn't changed. Their team it stayed the same. This and that, you know, we didn't yeah, they, lose anybody, so to they, say. But the thing is, man, you can't look at it like that. You have to look at it as, and I know it, this happens in the season, and that this is not a, a thing, a, like a big issue. But Inter lost a lot of they lost a lot of big guys last year. Mm-hmm. And they still kept it that close because they fucked up a lot of games. Yeah, they, they were just squandering their Juve chances at that point. That was, was trying to figure out what the hell they were doing after Ronaldo left. And at the beginning of the season, we didn't know how to score a goal. Yeah. So come this year, look at what the team Juve's building. Mm-hmm. Look at what Inter's building. You think Milan's going to do that good with, with these teams that are building off the teams they had last year? That's what I mean. And like, getting rid of problems and, and finding and getting guys that are actually solutions that are better for the team? That's what I mean. Like, you like, can't think that Milan's actually going to be like up there and fighting if they don't make moves or if they don't true. do anything. Uh, well, that's that's the thing. You, Yeah, they, they haven't lost I'm not saying, they, I'm not saying they're going to drop big. down to like yeah. mid-table. They're, they're, they're still gonna, it's, it, the top three teams that are constantly going to be moving is going to be Inter, Juve, and Milan. You're going to oh, see man. that all year. Roma's going to be up there. I think I, I said Roma's going to be up there at the beginning, but they're going to settle down at, at fourth. Roma's, nah, Roma's going to break balls until January. They're going to be like second or first, first or second with Mourinho. He's going to be uh, bleh, 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 all the big game, and then January's going to come. And then, oh, the referees. Oh, he's going to start <laughs> doing all the stupid things during the game. I and then, I, w- I would love to be that optimistic. I think last week I was optimistic. No, and no. I was saying we we're going to win the Scudetto and all this stuff. I actually don't believe that. <laughs> we're... Uh, no, no, but just hope for the best with Roma. But with Milan, they Milan has to do something, man. They they have to wake up and and just signing these two young kids. I don't think is and and Origi, I don't think is enough. Like, no, I think def- they need definitely they need not. at least if they sign those two guys and you already have Origi, they need to bring in like a like, like I said a Dybala or, or a thing. If you already have yeah. those guys, bring in like a bigger name like that that at least hey makes the team the quality yeah. go up. And then you try to see who you can pick up on the right wing. You know it's who's true. available, who can you bring in? It's true. And and losing Kessie, I I guess some people would see that as a blow. Um, I don't really see that as too much of a blow for uh, what's it called for Milan. I think his, his like two best games this year. Was, sorry, last year was when he was playing as a center attacking mid. Yeah, yeah. So if they worked on a deal and re-signed him. Uh, boom! You don't need you, you sign that that whatever that guy's name is that Belgian kid. The Catalara. You have him as your backup to Kessie, and boom, yeah, you're good. Yeah. It's 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 kind of good though that they did get rid of Kessie because he was commanding his wages that he wanted uh, to extend were a little bit crazy from what I was reading. Yeah, it was like eight mil or eight something mil, like yeah. that. It's like, listen, probably not worth that. You literally had one good season as a Milan player, and that's because everyone else was trash. So like essentially, yes. Yeah, like you don't you can't really brag about that. Um yeah. But then like other than that, for like for Milan, man, like Oh, I know I know we'll talk if we if we do end up we'll we'll set up for next week when we bring the guys on, we'll talk more about it. But I, I for like for me that that's my, my thoughts about Milan. Oh, I, yeah. if they don't they don't sign anybody. But when we talk about it with the guys, it's going to be a little chaotic. It's going to be, it is, it is. But that's that's what I'm going to do. I know we can have a conversation now and it's not going to get crazy. We'll be civil about it once they get involved next week. Like uh, if Milan don't sign or start making moves now and and start moving like a a team that just won the championship, I'm sorry, they're not going to be, I don't think, first or second next year. And, and that's the thing. If if Milan doesn't make moves quick, it's it becomes one of those things that like do you even see them 
finishing top four. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, I Napoli I hasn't gotten better. That's what I mean. <laughs> no and Napoli is getting worse. Napoli they, they fans, lost Insigne. I feel they, bad for they, you they guys because you're Politano now. Oh, they're losing Koulibaly. Uh, Ozyman might leave and they're not linked with anybody. Fabian Ruiz wants to leave because he has one year left and they offered him like, like a, I think like two mil. I just like, want to be in guys, the room what? when De Laurentiis is like trying to negotiate these contracts. Oh, dude, like, yeah, you to. know what? Uh, we want, my agent wants four mil. Alright, ten dollars. No, no, no. <laughs> four mil. See, they have with him, man. I, I'm pretty sure Ruiz wanted like four or five mil. He's been probably one of the instead. He's been a standout player. Instead, yeah, he's oh, probably yeah. He's been like one of like one of the best um, midfielders to like create like creating chances. Yeah, and he's getting all the attention from asking, the prem and everything he's just like that. Four, four or five mil. Like, I'm ha- I want to stay. I'm happy here. Yeah. Okay, we'll give you two. Take it or leave it. No, he's like, what, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just don't. You're not think. listening to me. Napoli, I feel bad for. I sincerely I feel, bad feel for the bad. For I don't feel Napoli bad for the team because, because the coach, is, the owner's a dickhead. Their coach is a dickhead. Too. Yeah, nerd. No, he's not. You just, you just hate him because he's from he's Rome, man. He's still a good coach. He's a loser. He's still a good coach. He's a loser. No, he's not, Joe. We probably would have won a scudetto with him, but regardless, if he stayed. If he stayed, and you never, you never know. We still had good players. <laughs> <sighs> not crying. Sorry. Yeah, but um, not, yeah. Not time to bring up Roma because Roma is doing even less moves than Milan right now, and that's kind of hard because Milan has Milan's Milan. They've made three announcements so far this year. One was Origi, who was signed in January, and the two others were Maldini and uh, Masada, <laughs> that who that are the guys that buy the players, and that was yeah, done okay. Our, on the last hour of fucking the last second <laughs> that they could. Same it. with us though. With Roma, our three signings came in January, but we announced them now. And then they said, "Oh yeah, we got yeah, a." They're like a nobody. Sporting... At least they know who the, who that is. Yeah, okay, nobody. Everyone knows who Matic is. Yeah, dude, I thought he died. I didn't even know you. Yeah, pl- okay. We're in the but... middle of the podcast last year, someone said Matic. I was like, wait, yeah, that guy still okay. plays. He might have died. But I thought he. I thought known. he fully retired. Like I thought I saw him on on uh, was it ESPN? Like on the on the panel there. He probably was there. Uh, dude, I swear <laughs> to God, I, I was like, wait, what? He's still playing. And then he's a for Roma. I was like, wait, well, this he's guy, a man you legend. The Chelsea legend. Yeah, no, I know. But I'm saying the last year. No, nah, no, nah, I thought he, I, I, I genuinely thought he retired or just, like, just wasn't playing. Roma's just picking up depth. And then the other two guys I've never heard of. I don't, I don't think they're soccer players. I think they probably signed them off Bodo Ghent. They, they, no, they we're two supposed goals to them. get uh, the guy that scored two goals against <laughs> us. Ola Sobklak. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sobklak. <laughs> but Bodo doesn't want us doing business with them. Yeah, Apparently, sure, us yeah. agreeing to a personal contract with him. That breaches rules. We can't do it. I'm like, oh, all right. Everyone does it. Yeah, and he Everyone plays on some made-up team. and That made-up team had Holland at one point. Yeah. And now, and the, so, actually. No, I don't think he ever played there. This <laughs> <laughs> so, so stupid. Dude, I, the first time I heard about them I was, literally was when said, Roma got I pumped. Look, I could have looked at you and said, yeah, but that team produced like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because he's Norwegian. Yeah. And you would have believed I, it. I would have believed. Holland, like, <laughs> I, 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 I clued into that. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, no, he didn't. Because I, I know the teams. No, he no, no, no. He I know what they, they looked for. for sure. I know it wasn't Bodo. Bodo Prove game. it. Because the first time I ever heard of them was when you told me Roma, or when I saw that Roma lost like 5 nothing to them. 6-1. 6-1. Who's keeping track? Though, not you shouldn't me. even remember that. that I remember. Be, that should be washed out of your memory, man. Who no. the fuck wants to remember a 6-1 loss to a team that is Woodbridge Strikers' C team would have bet? People don't forget. That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah. People do not fucking forget anything. Oh, man. I, oh, and if I have to live every day with randomly being reminded that we lost 7-1 to Man U back in what? 
08 or whenever it was. <laughs> I seen a TikTok about that the other day. I was like, yeah. What? I was like, how long ago was that? I cannot go through social media without randomly saying, on this day today, 7 <laughs> 1. Yeah, I get it. We lost. We have a history of losing 7 1. Leave it alone. <laughs> but it's off, okay. Leave yeah, us. <laughs> leave us. We suck. We're not good. We're, our biggest trophy is that time Totti rejected Real Madrid. Now our second biggest trophy is the, the, the conference bonsai, The bonsai tree. No, a bonsai tree was destroyed. Remember we talked about oh, yeah, this? Oh, yeah, yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> Since Rogers went down, we weren't able to even water yeah, our could, fucking we tree. We couldn't even communicate about it either. <laughs> so we were, everyone's like, I think he's watering. I think he's watering it. Nah, he's watering it. It is kind of funny that Rogers is only offering everyone $3. $3, yeah. Everyone, some, some companies are demanding like $400 for the day, and the Rogers is like, hey, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll give you $3. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey, How much easy. business? Like, let uh, But don't even get me fucking I was just about to say, we're a soccer just... podcast. We're not. One day, though, we should do an episode where we just talk. <laughs> oh, buddy, this thing, it'll be like about, six hours about long. About everything. <laughs> it'll be like six hours long. We'll get the girlfriends involved. <laughs> oh, we should man. do an episode where the girlfriends talk soccer and oh, we just yeah. st- sit here and listen. That'll be like two minutes long. I think your girlfriend would be the only one that knows what she's saying. And, she, and she's only be like just naming off players that, that I post on Instagram or that she knows plays on you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she would mention Figo. No, she's Maybe. no Figo. She remember poor guy, dude. All right, Pete, man. She's gone too him. soon. Gone too soon. Anyways, guys, I think that is that is it for today's episode. Um, you know, we're gonna the next couple of weeks. You know, we're kind of easing back into into the actual leagues coming back. I know preseason starting, so pre-season that'll be that. I, I know no one really cares about it, but that'll be one of the one of our talking points. But this. This new segment we have will probably be the main focus of the episodes for now. Yeah. Until the time being of the season actually starting and we have uh, a lot of content to talk about. But until then, guys, if you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Ultras11. And uh, just like every other episode, this video will be up on YouTube tomorrow night. Uh, if you want to go check it out there. And if you haven't already, go give it give the video a like when it's up. Leave a comment and subscribe if you're new. Until then, see you next week. Ciao. Ya cap a la dreta per Xavi. Assistència de Xavi més cap a la dreta per Messi, 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 immens Messi. Encara Messi, 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 gol, 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 Increíble tiene jugada, increíble tiene jugada. Messi, 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 por Messi, 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 por Messi, por amor Messi, por amor, 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 amor Messi, por amor Messi, por Messi, por Messi, por Messi, por Messi, y encara Messi, 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 y Messi, 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 Increíble, espectacular. Increíble. Al que le faltaba Messi para que comparen en Maradona, para que aquel gol se asemble al del mundial. Sí, sí, sí. Muy tantas, sí. Espectacular.
Pero espectacular, espectacular. Yo la estoy veiendo a partir, ya es la tercera vagada que veis. Primero se han dos jugadores, después de cuatro meses, encara el furté también se han Después una otra intenta sota los pals arriba, pero no puede porque él ya checa la pelota para sobra. Todo eso fam 12 segundos, arranca a Camp del Barça y realmente con Dios se asembla muchísimo al gol de Maradona al Mundial. Cuatro jugadores de Mitzka, mal porté, un defensa sin sangre, chuta portería, rep la pelota a Camp Propia, estreo dos hombres de sobra, creo a 50 metros, creo a una pelota sobre la red de Fons, gairebé sense angle, un gol de número 1 mundial de todos los tiempos.